Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to today's episode of 219 Green Connect, where we explore topics about the environment and green living in Northwest Indiana. For past show archives, news, and upcoming events, you can check out our website at 219greenconnect.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Our ID on both Facebook and Twitter is 219 Green Connect. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or anywhere you prefer to get your podcast. So I'm your host, Kathy Sipple, and with me today, I am very excited to have Jen DeMaio. She is Executive Director of Green Team Academy, a group I found out about just earlier this year, and I have really enjoyed getting to know her, and I'm excited about this opportunity that she's going to share about Green Team Academy's International Climate Action Challenge that they're doing again this year. For uh, Jen, is it the, the third time now? I, I want to turn it over to you and just tell us about Green Team Academy, the challenge, and anything else you'd like to share. So let me turn it over to you. Yeah, thank you so much, Kathy, and thank you for having me on the show. I'm very excited to be here with you. Um, yeah, Green Team Academy is an organization on a mission to empower everyday people to be the change. And we're able to do that with a 90-day um, structure where we walk teams through launching environmental initiatives. Um, we supply the community, the structure, and the resources for teams to kind of take off and flourish and um, really bring what they see would create a more sustainable environment in their community. They come with the ideas, we help them with the structure. And um, yes, this will be our third International Climate Action Challenge. Uh, we just launched the registration for it. Last year, we had um, 75 teams from 20, 28 different countries. Um, they came and planted 150,000 trees, started 130 gardens, um, removed about 48 tons of rubbish from waterways, diverted 8.9 tons of organic waste from uh, landfills. So the impact that we're able to help these groups achieve has, has been quite incredible, and we are really hoping to increase that impact this year. That is awesome. I mean, it couldn't be more perfectly aligned with what I have going on in my <laughs> in my life. Um, I think I've told you a little bit about I'm, I'm working right now with our Regional Planning Commission on a Regional Climate Action Plan, and that Climate Action Plan is based on a greenhouse gas inventory that we did last year. So we're right now looking for those big actions that can be done at the municipal level, at the industrial level, but also at the citizen level. And it sounds to me like, is this mainly teams of, you know, neighbors getting together, or, or who are most of these team members? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, and, and it is. So one of, the, one of the foundational principles of this challenge is you aren't the only one who wants to see difference being made. Just find one other person and take the first step, which is committing to 90 days, um, and, and see what you can do, what kind of community you can build, and how far you can take it with just the commitment 
the, the showing up and the plan, the, the goal in mind. Um, so it is more at a citizen level, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that um, bigger organizations and uh, more of a municipality level couldn't be involved. We would most definitely like to get that input because that will create the more uh, like circular, the, the more, oh, what, what am I trying to say right here? I'm sorry. Well, I'm thinking like maybe if corporations join, they could even become sponsors or something like that. Like it would um, not only help them to focus on some sustainability initiatives inside their company, but I would think that would also give them some pretty good PR, just being part of a global community that would be focused on this. Would you? Does that sound accurate? Oh, absolutely. Yes, and thank you. Because yes, uh, a corporate level and as well as a municipality level, um, this would be great to be run, um, but we're actually working with a pretty very large, actually, corporate um, corporation who their green team network took this challenge, um, we did a consultation, taught them how to run this challenge, and they currently have 69 teams from 23 countries within their corporation. Um, running this challenge. So I think that we're, we're on the precipice of a really cool segue into potentially a more grassroots approach to sustainable culture within corporations. So that's like way big picture. It gets a little bit past the um, Climate Action Challenge as, as the grassroots initiative that we're running it as. But there's huge potential for the growth of corporations um, to take this and run, because any change that we that we are going to make right now, the change that we need to see right now is going to be from that that smaller level. Um, I think we're at a point where we kind of see what corporate, uh, like where we're going if we let corporate and and the um, the bigger the bigger guys lead the way. And if we want to see the change, if we want to create a sustainable culture, we're going to have to take it into a more local level, um, and that's right. really just engaging individuals and knowing that they know their community and what their community is going to need to be more sustainable, um, and just getting a team together with, with that vision in mind to grow yeah. it. Well, that, that sounds great. I, I think what I'm hearing from your response is it's both and you know, that you, you work with corporations, but maybe more typical in this particular 90-day event, it, it is more, you know, individuals and their teams that they gather. But I would really encourage, you know, if you're a corporation listening to this, get in contact with Jen. The, uh, the link is hyperlinked in the show notes. And Jen, can you just give us a shout-out for the website so people um, want to get that out there pretty soon in the podcast so we don't forget to tell people your contact info. How can people find out more about Green Team Academy and to get in contact with you? Absolutely. Um, GreenTeamAcademy.org is going to be our website. Uh, and you can learn more about the Climate Action Challenge. You can learn more about what Green Team Academy does. Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Twitter and LinkedIn, all Green Team Academy. Um, yeah, and we would love to love to join forces on any of those platforms. Um, and I kind of 
speaking on like the sponsorships and the corporate um, shout out that you gave, we actually have a position in this challenge where it's a community it's a community role where corporations because this is a consultation that we are actually going to be trying to roll out at the beginning of next year after this challenge. So we are definitely inviting corporations, organizations, schools, any it doesn't have to be just corporate, um, any groups that may be interested in running their own challenge, uh, we're offering them kind of like a backseat view of the challenge where they don't necessarily need to partake, but we invite them into our platform so that they can see the, the community that's built and, and momentum that is gained just by having like minds shooting for a common goal. Uh, that's really, we, we would love to work with any sort of organization or group who would also be interested in running something along the same lines. But yeah, so GreenFromAcademy.org would be where to find out more about all of this. Okay, well thank you for that. Thank you very much. And so I, I just also want to get some important information out there. You know, with the podcast, I hope to always make this kind of evergreen content so that if you're listening to this, you know, after the challenge has passed, hopefully this is something that you're going to continue to do annually. But at least now you know the website where you can go to find information and find out, you know, what's going on. But right now as we speak, it's uh, July 23rd of 2022. And can we just talk about the time frame for this upcoming challenge? I, I want to say that I went on your website, which looks great, by the way, and registered as team member number one, as far as I know, and just called the team Northwest Indiana for right now. Uh, you know, 219 Green Connect. The 219 actually stands for our area code here, in case people haven't figured that out in the listening audience. <laughs> because although I live in Valparaiso, Indiana, I just feel like I, you know, I'm a regional citizen. Uh, Jen, I'm not sure you've ever been to my area of the country. But, you know, we're, we're very um, industrial here. We've got a lot of steel mills, provide a lot of steel for, you know, not only our area, of course, but all over the country and all over the world. So, um, you know, I feel like it is a, a great opportunity for us to make an impact here in the 219. And uh, so if you want to join me, please sign up on the website that Jin just told you about and say that you're part of the Northwest Indiana team. So let, let's talk dates and everything, and then I've just got some you know, specific questions about getting my team together. So let's talk about, you know, the, the site is launched, as you said, the registration is live, and so when does this challenge actually, the 90-day, uh, when, when does that get underway? So we actually kick off with two prep weeks um, leading up to the actual 90-day challenge. And the prep weeks are really just setting the goal, making sure that you have a self-care plan because any environmentalist will know that you need, you need a self-care plan. Um, so those, the first two prep weeks will kick off August 17th. And we have weekly meetings uh, that we'll be partaking on in. And um, the actual challenge will be starting on September 1st and it runs to November 30th. And then at the end of this time, we gather all the impact reports for um, our impact summit that will be that will be happening December, ooh, I'll have to, I believe it's December 17th, 18th, and 19th. 
are the, the impact centerpiece, and that's where we showcase our, our teams and, and what we've all been able to do. Um, yeah. That sounds great. What a great way to end the year. I, I'm just, like, imagining that right now, being part of that celebration in December and really celebrating, you know, efforts that I see that could come together. I don't want to say easily, but uh, can I tell you a few ideas about, you know, what I'm thinking of doing, next steps, and maybe you can give me some guidance if this sounds, you know, good or too ambitious or <laughs> if there's another way to oh, do it. Would that yes, be okay? Please. Okay, Absolutely. okay. Yeah, well, again, some of the inspiration behind the name of the podcast, actually, 219 Green Connect, it, it's it's kind of a passion project of mine. It's not a business of any kind, although, hey, if anybody wants to sponsor 219 Green Connect, uh, hit me up. I can definitely uh, use help in that regard as well. But anyway, I just saw a lot of good things happening in the 219 area code, and I just felt like, hey, that, that seems like what's mine to do is to connect those dots, Right. And so what I'd like to do is just verbally, you know, kind of give you a, a brain dump of who I'm thinking would be great to involve in this in some upcoming opportunities. Uh, you know, it, it's great that more people are talking about climate now. I just love that. Even a few short years ago, I was hard-pressed to find any events, um, you know, regionally that were going on around climate. And just to give you an example of some events going on here and who I plan to take this to and asked to be potential partners. And, and what I'm asking you, Jen, as I go through this, after I'm done, I would love for you to tell me if you think that these would be better teams on their own or if there might be a way that, you know, we could just be a Northwest Indiana team and have different initiatives going on. But anyway, back, back to my people that I'm going to hit up and just give a shout-out to. There's a brand-new group in uh, the town where I live, Valparaiso, Indiana, and uh, we just met for the first time last month. And we came up with the name INVEST, which stands for Indiana Valparaiso uh, Environmental Stewardship Task Force. And we're going to have our second meeting on Thursday, July 28th at 6.30 p.m. at a private residence. So if you're interested in that, you can hit me up at uh, Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, at 219greenconnect.com, and I can give you details about that because I'm not sure it's published uh, publicly. But anyway... That, that is a group of citizens who are coming together to form a sustainability you know, task force, and I think this would just be the perfect thing to coalesce you know, some of our efforts around. So that would be fantastic. There's another group that's been meeting for, gosh, over a dozen years uh, called Northwest Indiana Green Drinks, led by a very dear friend of mine, Nancy Moldenauer, who has been uh, just you know, super helpful at, at gathering people and since the pandemic, we've been doing green drinks online, but there's a green drinks happening on uh, Zoom on August 4th, so I plan to go to that and tell them about this opportunity. So I hope that they can get involved. And then um, there's some climate activist training that I think will be very interesting. That will be going on in Lakeville, Indiana, which is just outside of South Bend, at a friend's farm, uh, Prairie Winds Nature Farm, and I know there's a professor from Notre Dame who is actually making this required for her graduate-level students who have a background in the sciences, and she said that they are very frustrated because they know the climate science and just don't know how to, they don't know where to go with it. 
So it seems like something like this would be a perfect place for them to plug into and just feel supported and guided and taken step by step with what to do with their giant brains. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess also before that, there's an event August 11th. My friend and colleague from Earth Charter, Indiana, Jim Poyser, is going to be doing a, a, a play in Munster, Indiana, at South Shore Arts called Climate Follies. And I, I think I've seen some version of that before when he brought it to Valparaiso years ago. But I think that would be a great place to, you know, if people are attending Climate Follies, they're probably going to want to know what can I personally do about climate. And then there's also, let's see here, we've got Climate Leadership Summit, another Earth Charter Indiana event that's going to be held this year uh, from September 8th and 9th. And that's people coming from all over the state of Indiana, usually leaders of cities or towns, but really interested um, residents also sometimes come, just anybody who's got an interest in making things happen in their communities. So I think that would be fantastic. I'm not necessarily going completely in date order. I guess I'm skipping around a little bit. But there's another event coming even before that called Region Neighbors for Sustainability, and that's going to be held um, August 27th in Highland. And that's going to be limited to about 25 people just due to um, it's a pretty small space and COVID, you know, social distancing. We're still trying to be kind of careful about that. But what they're looking for at that event is to invite leaders from different communities around the region of northwest Indiana who want to get uh, sustainability commissions, if it's a formal thing, or like the one in Valparaiso right now, we're not um, you know, deputized by the city, but we're in communications with the city, that you know, we are citizens willing and able to work on sustainability initiatives. And so I think that those leaders who are trying to form those groups locally this might be a wonderful organizing principle for them to, you know, take on as they're getting their, you know, their start. So that that's just a couple of things. And um, I want to say besides 219greenconnect.com, which is not only about, um, you know, climate, it's, it's kind of about fresh ideas and all things environmental, there is another website that I'd like to put out there, which is nwiregionresilience.org. And that follows the trajectory of uh, progress when I first started working with a group of um, citizens, some of them from what has become now the Highland Neighbors for Sustainability. We, we did an event in February of 2020 called Climate Action Blitz, just highlighting for people the different things that they could do about climate. And man, I sure wish we knew about this back then. But hey, better late than never. But we did that event and and it was the leadership that arose and the momentum that arose coming out of that live in-person event in February of 2020, and then COVID hit. So that momentum is what led us to do a regional greenhouse gas inventory and then a climate action plan. So anyway, that's a lot, and I'm just so excited that there's a lot. Um, so anyway, let me pause because I just talked a lot. So any anything from you, yeah. Jen, the response to that? Oh. I, 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 yes, I have uh, probably also a lot to say on that. <laughs> um, a lot of things came up, but first off, I think it's, it's incredible um, and very important to go back to the fact that you found it difficult to find environmental groups and events just as sure as a few years ago. 
You can tell there's a full list. And that's incredible to see how 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 seriously this is being taken. And with that, we we're working with we have big problems to solve. Right? And and you had mentioned that um there there are a lot of people, a lot of teams that just don't know where to go, like how to even start tackling such a big issue as this climate crisis that we're in. And that's really what Green Team Academy strives to do. Um, we have, we go into fight or flight kind of mode when we're overwhelmed with big problems. And I think that's, as a society, kind of where we are. We just don't know what to do. And on an individual level, it's kind of hard to see any of our actions actually making a difference. And that's quite, quite the contrary to um, the potential because just in us taking the first step, that will cause the ripple um, that will spread out and grow larger. And that's, that's the premise of Grayson Academy is don't freeze, just join, join our community and we'll, we'll show you the way to take baby steps to really having a big impact. Um, and that kind of also steers right into um, what you started with was uh, when you started going into the teams and the events and everything, you asked uh, whether, how, how I would see teams being broken out, like if, if you guys doing forces would be better or kind of breaking off into different groups. And I really, I've been stuck on this power in numbers uh, recently and uh, my vision, like what I envisioned while you were, while you were speaking about all these different groups was getting getting leaders from each of these committees together and and it sounds like you have already worked on the, the greenhouse inventory and the climate action plan. Do you have a good vision of where to go? And if the groups that you mentioned are aligned in that vision, get together um and, and kind of so so the end goal, let me let me kind of back up a little bit here. With the Climate Action Challenge, the end goal for each group is to host an event. And we have teams that host multiple events. Uh, we have some groups that are already established, so they're able to do multiple events throughout the 90 days. And we have other teams that are just starting. And, and we've had teams literally with two people come on and, and just do educational events. Uh, but the end goal of this 90-day challenge is to plan an event, a community event, whether it's just educational, whether it's for attacks like planting trees or removing waste, um, anything along those lines. My suggestion for this 2022 International Climate Action Challenge would be to see how many leaders you can get from different groups, um, leaders, individuals, team members, um, to join and, and to join your, your um, I'm sorry, I think it was the Northwest Indiana group that you started? Yep, that you mentioned yep that's right. Okay, cool. Um, and, and kind of come at it, see what you can make with multiple networks, bringing in as one team, and then get, get that inside view, get in the challenge, get your hands dirty, and then hopefully it will help grow each network by cross 
uh, cross-referencing, cross-networking, and then next year, grow it so that each team individually will have a better understanding and people can actually run their own challenge. Um, I think it will be a great way to introduce, build, and then kind of disperse, you know, and that's, that's really, it's all about power and numbers right now. We, um, I, and this is kind of a side note, but I'm in the middle of um, the 80-20 principle, which is a book that you can catch on, on YouTube, and it's just like 80% of the impact will come from 20% of the participants, right? So that's really, banding together is what we have right now. Um, so I know we kind of both just went off on little tangents, and I hope that that was a linear I love that. No, I, I'm very familiar with that 80-20 principle, also called the Pareto principle, I believe. And, yeah, we just yes. want to be effective. So I'm, I'm really glad that that's the answer because that's what I felt, you know, that I could do would be that, um, you know, catalyst that could bring the team together. And I think that cross-pollination opportunity for people to learn what others are doing in the network. I mean, I and I want to um, clarify too. If I said environmental groups weren't present just a few years ago, that that is not true. It was really climate. People weren't using the word climate so much, but there have been really strong, you know, environmental presence here for you know many many decades. But just at like a yeah. group, for instance, um, there's NWIPA Blueways. I get stuff from them all the time. Uh, they do like river and other waterway cleanups. Um, I haven't, I don't have a boat, I don't have a kayak, whatever, but I, I haven't taken part in that. But it looks, you know, super interesting. I would love to, you know, give them some more play and, and celebrate what they're doing. And then there are groups that clean up trash, like Michigan City has organized uh, groups of citizens that go up and clean their beaches every so often and I would love to, you know, give them a shout out, really highlight what people are doing successfully that others might want to copy. They could either join in, you know, with the community that's already doing it or, you know, see the organizing principle behind what's being done and maybe bring it, you know, to their area. Uh, but we've got really great things going on. Also, Community is a local nonprofit that already is planting lots of trees, but I, I think I think they can get the trees very easily and they can even get them planted, but if I understand it correctly, what they really need is for people to steward those trees after they're planted. Because if they're not, you know, watered and really, you know, well managed for the first year or so of life, all that effort to plant the tree can really be for naught. So, you know, that that would be great. There's there's another group called um the Indiana Master Watershed Steward Group, and I, w I would love to see how their people could get involved in this. You know, there are so many groups that are kind of continuing to add things, and I think I've done almost all of them, like the Master Recyclers and Composters, there's, uh, you know, the Master Urban Farmers, there's I already mentioned the Master Watershed Steward, the Master Naturalist. A lot of those people need to give, like, 30 hours to get their certification, but then they've got all this knowledge and maybe know where to go with it. I think tapping into those networks to have them teach, you know, other people in their community best practices would be great. And then in my application that I just submitted this morning, I also said uh, the time bank is something I think we have going here that uh, we could really invite time bankers to participate in this. We, we've actually made climate action 
kind of an unofficial quote-unquote member of our time bank. So if you do anything for climate, you earn hours that you can spend on whatever projects you have. It's, it's just seen as you're doing something for the community, and that counts. So if you're interested about time banking, that would be another thing I could talk to you about is how to get your group involved. It, I don't want to say you get free volunteers. That's not quite right. There's a principle of reciprocity that's behind um, time banking. But I absolutely see time banking as something that could be woven into this uh, to help help communities really you know, get things done on a shoestring budget. Um, so I'm excited. And again, I've already submitted my application. And I know we're almost out of time. So is there any just final closing thing you'd like to leave us with, Jen? Well, uh, yeah, there is. Uh, I, I just appreciate the time being able to talk to your audience. And any anything that we can do at Green Team Academy to help people feel like they have the power to make change is exactly what we want to do. So if it's and I, on a side note, love the time banking concept. That I think is really cool to try and weave in. I think that's brilliant. Um, but yeah, any any further questions, feel free to reach out. Um, you can my personal email would be director at GreenTeamAcademy.org, or um, yeah, reach out on the website on social media. Uh, we'd love to hear from anybody, everybody. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, this has been another episode of 219 Green Connect. And again, I'm your host, Kathy Sipple. And we've had Jen DeMaio from Green Team Academy today with us. And to find out more, you can go to greenteamacademy.org. And please register if you want to join me on this newly created Northwest Indiana team. Just specify that you're joining Northwest Indiana. We can change that name to something a little zippier once I have other team members. <laughs> That's all the time we have for now. Thank you, Jen, for being with us today. Take care. Thank you.